to Friends with Cinefits. I am one of your hosts, Alex McAllister, and with me, as always, Kane Dennis. Kane, how you doing? I am your other host, Kane Dennis, and I'm doing great. <laughs> there we go. Um, before we dive into movies, I'm going to go ahead and um, promote ourselves right now. Just get it out of the way. Um, check us out on Twitter, at CinefitsPod. Um, email us, friendswithcinefits at gmail.com. And we are on YouTube now. Isn't that right, Kane? Yes, I've been uploading our new episodes on YouTube. Um, just the most recent couple, and this one will be up as well. But if you've listened there or are listening there right now, thank you very much. And make sure to subscribe. We'll have more coming out soon. Yeah, thank you. Um, give us a thumbs up. Don't they always say that? Click, hammer that yeah, thumbs up. smash that like button. There we go. Um, yeah, so do that. Cool. We got that out of the way. So... Kane, how are you doing? What are we talking about today? All the good stuff. I've been doing great, and we are talking about some fun movies today. For yes, a little bit we of a change. are. Movies you can watch <laughs> with your friends or family and have a laugh and enjoy. Yeah, I can Not recommend that make these you feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. we are we are talking about Edgar Wright's Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy today, which is Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Yes, and I am very excited to dive into those with you. But before then, um, let's just talk about what we've been watching. Yeah. Um, Loki wrapped up today. I know you've watched it, and I've watched it. Yes. Without any it. spoilers. Yeah, give, give me your thoughts. Without any spoilers, I will say I think it really kind of changes things going forward. And it yeah. is, it's definitely the most consequential of the three shows so far mm-hmm. out of WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki. It is the biggest one. Yeah, and the best, in yeah, my opinion. Absolutely. Like, everything worked with it. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait for to see where everything goes from here. Um, also, were there post-credit scenes or something in every episode, and I just missed them? No, it was just, um, I think, episode four that had one. I missed that. Um, and episode five did not, but I think four was the first one. I'm pretty sure. I okay. don't think there were more than that. Because I believe it was when I started episode five and it does the recap for the last episode. Yeah. It had something I was like, I completely missed seen that. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so that was pretty cool. Um, uh, but yeah. I was just curious. I, um, whenever I watched the episode five, I was glad they showed that at the beginning. Cause I was like, I'm sure there's people that didn't yeah same. after credits yeah so if you were gonna just jump into that it'd be kind of like what what happened uh, that's exactly how i felt i was like i probably watched this and just forgot um i don't know my brain works sometimes the other times it doesn't so <laughs> but yeah um, i feel like with loki if there was any question as to whether or not they're taking the disney plus show seriously this shows yeah. how seriously they're taking it and how important yeah. it is going forward like exactly. you don't you don't want to miss these if you care about the mcu I was just thinking that, like, I I kind of assume a lot of people will kind of take Endgame as a jumping off point and kind of won't follow along anymore. And I wasn't, I still wanted to watch and was planning on it, um, but wasn't sure how much of a fan I would be. But with that, and then Black Widow, which we both saw, yes. like, I'm yes. in, I'm pumped for whatever they got coming out. I am too, and when I think about Black Widow, it's like, I'm, I'm glad that they came out with it, and I know that it was delayed by the pandemic and everything too, yeah. but it would have been really cool to see that 
come out when it takes place. Like if that yeah. would, if they would have released that in between Civil War and Infinity War, that would have been insane. Like I think people might have been more excited for it, but I was still really excited for it, and it felt great to be back in the theater watching a Marvel movie again. Yeah, and I also think it would have added more um, importance to Natasha's demise in Endgame. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, or was it Endgame, or was it? It was in game, yeah. Okay, I but I, I'll say without saying specifically what happens, if it did come out in the timeline when it takes place, we wouldn't have been able to have that after credit scene. So that is yeah, that's true. That's true. It's um, it's all a good way to cap off her character. I agree. Even yeah. though Florence Pugh stole the show, got a shout out. Oh, Florence. she she was awesome in it. Yeah, her and um, what's his name? Hellboy, the guy from Stranger Things. I uh, David Harbor. David Harbor. <laughs> yeah. They were both awesome. I agree. They were great in it. I agree. And I really liked Rachel Weisz. I liked Rachel Weisz too, but she just didn't have as much to do in it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the cast was awesome. It was just a really fun movie. So if you guys haven't seen it and were like on the edge, go out and watch it. It's great. Yeah, if you like the MCU, you're going to like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another movie I went and saw in theaters, I went and saw Zola from A24. Oh, yes. I have not seen um, that yet. It's not even showing here. Yeah. I just kind of went out on a limb one day. It was like, I didn't have to work. And was like, hey, I'm just going to go see a movie. And they had that. Um, I didn't like it while I was watching it. And two people, there were like six of us in the theater. Two people did get up and leave. Wow. Because it's a bit of a weird movie. That's what I've been hearing is that it's very weird. Yeah. But like as it... As I collected my thoughts afterwards and on the drive home, like, on the drive home, I was real upset. I was like, yeah, that was kind of a waste. And then I just was thinking through the movie, and it was pretty fun. Um, it reminded me of Good Time from nice. I'll the probably Safety like it, Brothers. Um, I think I, I like Good Time better, but yeah. for some reason, it just, the vibe was kind of there. Um, so, yeah, watch that. Yeah. You seen anything else? Um, nothing else in the theater lately, but I have watched some movies. Um, one new and a couple things that I kind of missed. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I had missed up until this point was Prisoners by Denis Villeneuve. I still haven't seen it. Oh, man. I got it for like $3 on Blu-ray at Dollar General. And nice. it's like the best $3 you could ever spend. It was amazing. Yeah. I've heard incredible things, and it's always been on the watch list. Just haven't gotten to it. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, and Paul Dano are really, really good in it. It's One a more great cast, great story, lots of fun twists. It's a great movie. Okay, um, I'll move that up on the watch list. You should. I highly recommend it. I also yeah. watched uh, from the 80s, Young Guns, which was one of my mom's favorite movies growing up. We it all watched that familiar. together. It has like Emilio Estevez and Lou Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland. It's like a western. It's about Billy the Kid. It was really enjoyable. Like, I had a lot of fun with it. I gotta look it up. I feel like I've probably seen this because we... I grew up watching uh, 24 with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. And I feel like we just had to watch this. Um, doesn't look familiar, though. Yeah, it's it's good. It's not gonna, like, change your life or anything, but it was a yeah. really enjoyable movie. Cool. And I also um, caught The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, the new Amazon movie. Yeah, what'd you think? Better than I thought it was going to be. Really? Better than I thought it was going to be. It's not going <laughs> to win any Oscars or anything, but I, I watched it and I was like, wow, yeah, yeah okay. 
I have it. no desire to watch it. <laughs> I, I figured you wouldn't with what you said last time about not being a yeah. big Chris Pratt fan. Um, you're you're not really missing anything by not watching it, I'll say that, but it's okay. it's not bad. Cool. Aren't they making a second one? Did I already see that? I heard that a second one got green lighted. Wow. Yeah. Well, I bet you're happy then. You can watch yeah, that one too. I I, I liked it enough to watch the sequel when it comes cool. out. Cool. As there long you as go. That's, as long that's as a it's good free test. on Amazon Prime, which it will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I also watched No Sudden Move on HBO Max. Oh, I've been wanting um, to see that. Yeah, I I liked it. Didn't love it. Um, it was good. I still like Logan Lucky better. Same director, Steven yeah. Soderbergh. Um, yeah, I like Logan Lucky better, but it was still fun. Awesome cast. Uh, yeah, you should check it out. I think you'd like it. I've been planning on it. I put it on my list on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing I have to plug because it's my favorite thing ever. Not a movie, but I think you should leave season two on Netflix. Um, by, with Tim Robinson, it's a skit show. Episodes are like 15 minutes long. It's so good. I've watched it season two probably like three times now. It's awesome. I've never seen that, but I'll check it out. It's it's my exact type of humor, so I can see why people don't like it. I had my roommate watch it, and he wasn't a fan. Yeah. Um, but it's my exact type of humor. I love it. So, yeah, check it out. Also, on, on the TV side, um, I haven't, like, finished it yet. I'm actually only two episodes in, but I've been watching Barry on HBO. I love Barry. It is so good. I've only seen it two is. episodes. But the first episode hooked me, and the second one I thought was even better, and I'm like, man, I cannot wait to finish this. Oh, yeah. And it's I want to like sit and watch so it all good. in one night, but I don't want it to be over, because I don't know yeah. when, or if it's getting continued or what, but I, I've i always been a big Bill Hader fan, ever since yeah. he was on SNL, so I, I really, really enjoy it. And it's funny. It's funny as hell. Yeah, it's such a good show. Um, season three is going to start filming this year. Okay, cool. That's so. good to know. Yeah, it will continue. I'll um, probably have the show finished by the next time I talk to you on here. Yeah, you should. And then we can talk about it then, because I love that. Um, and another HBO Max series that I recommend is Crashing with Pete Holmes. Okay. Have you seen that? No, but I am familiar with Pete Holmes. He had like his own show for a little while, right? I Is it I, this? If, I don't know. It was like a talk show. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it came on after Conan on TBS. Yes. I used to watch Conan like every night. Oh, I, I love Conan. I kind of fell out of watching him, but um, mm-hmm. I watched his last few shows and I was like, why have I not been watching this all along? I love Conan. Is he like retired now? Yeah, he ended his show. He's going to, he's oh, moving okay. to HBO Max. He's going to be oh, doing okay. something on there. That's but cool. yeah, I remember seeing Pete Holmes' show a while back like it's been a bit but mm-hmm. i always really liked it i like his sense of humor he's a funny guy yeah well he has the show crashing it's he plays himself um and it's him trying to do stand-up comedy in new york city cool. um and it's him like going to comedy clubs and like bombing and stuff like that and it's really good i you should check it out that sounds good i'll probably i probably will i didn't even know that it existed yeah i heard Not you say a lot of his name did. and i was like i haven't thought about that guy in years <laughs> Yeah, I knew him from the uh, the Batman spoofs he did for College Humor on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, 
watched those a lot in my teenage years. I watched it, a lot of it was like peak too. comedy. Oh yeah, that and whitest kids you know. Yeah, that was absolutely peak comedy. <laughs> that's that's like our generations. Oh yeah, that's the perfect thing to describe us. Cool. Um, that's kind of all I got. I bought a ton of Criterions and watched them, but. I think we're gonna we're gonna save and do like a older movie episode pretty soon. Yes. Um, and we can talk about some of these then. And I've so. just not had a chance to hit up Barnes and Noble yet, but I'm planning on it very soon. I can't I can't let the sale pass me by. Yeah. Uh, there is a Barnes and Noble across the street from my new gym I go to. Oh, nice. So I have spent too much money. Um, I say that might be a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm excited for payday tomorrow. I'll say that. Nice. Um, but cool. Uh, real quick, I did also watch. I want to know if you've seen it. Howard yeah. the Duck. Oh man, I've seen it, but it's been <laughs> it's been years. I was probably twelve or thirteen when I watched it. Yeah, uh, came out on four K, so I got it. I saw that it came out on four K, and I've I've thought about getting it, just because like I want to have all the Marvel movies, and it is a yeah, Marvel movie. It is. <laughs> um, it was pretty fun. I can see why it bombed. I'd seen it before with Troy of Not a Bomb Podcast. Yeah. Check them out. Um, I'd seen it before with him, but I was very young. I remember one scene specifically. Um, a girl like goes through his wallet and pulls out a condom, and I asked what that was, and Troy <laughs> said it was bubblegum, and I believed him. Um, and I always thought it was weird that people would have bubblegum in their wallet, in their like wallet. not in yeah. a wrapper. Um thought that was weird but that's, that's pretty funny yeah is it it's a it was a fun memory to get like mid watching the movie um yeah cool so do you want to move on to our topic for this evening yeah that's pretty much all i've watched lately i can't think of anything else okay i've definitely watched a lot more but i don't want to bore everyone um but cool so like you said we are doing the three favors cornetto trilogy Directed by Edgar Wright, and I guess before we go into the three movies we will talk about, which are Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End, you want to just talk about Edgar Wright a little bit? Like, yeah. What? Okay, cool. I love Edgar Wright. I, um, of course. I've been a fan of his ever since Scott Pilgrim. Like, that that was mm-hmm. the first thing I saw by him, I'm pretty sure. That's what I was going to ask. His style is just wild. Yeah. It's so flashy. It's like a... I mean, I know the whole point with Scott Pilgrim was for it to be like a living comic book. Mm-hmm. But with that movie, he went so far as to direct the actors to not blink if they could help it. To I make did not stills from the movie look more like comic book frames. That's cool. Like, um, like, basically, if you pause the movie, he never wanted the characters to be seen with their eyes closed. Because in comics, wild. people don't stand around yeah. with their eyes closed. So it was like full-on influenced by that and it was i just love the cast too and the music's yeah. really good yeah it's a great movie oh, the same with baby driver yes um, cast music everything awesome uh, there's hints of baby driver in the cornetto trilogy like fight scenes that are synced to music and stuff yeah. like that i was yeah. like realizing that that kind of those seeds were planted way back then yeah it was I also noticed that, and it was really cool. Um, he definitely does have, like, a connection to music that he throws in his movies, and it just makes them that much more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think 
Shaun of the Dead was my first Edgar Wright movie. Is either that or Hot Fuzz. Again, Troy Sauer of Not A Bomb podcast um, introduced me to them. I remember not liking Hot Fuzz whenever I was younger because I did not understand what British comedy was. Yeah. You kind of got to, like, if you're younger, you're right. It's not going to click what's funny about it, really. Yeah. And I also kind of pulled my friends leading up to this to see which of Edgar Wright's movies they have seen. And pretty much all of them, it was either Scott Pilgrim or Baby Driver or both. Um, No one had seen Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, or The World's End. Which kind of surprised me, because I guess I kind of grew up with them. Yeah, I always kind of thought of Shaun of the Dead as like his most known movie. Yeah. I don't know if that's that's accurate, but that's just kind of my perception of his work that's what i thought as well um did you ever watch spaced i have not seen spaced okay i think i watched an episode on youtube and it was just british humor so yeah it was funny but i wasn't gonna watch the whole thing um i'm sure it's incredible like the rest of his stuff but yeah he's not made a bad movie yeah not even that i've seen yeah, not not. I may be missing something, but the ones I've yeah. seen, which are like, I've seen these three. I've seen Baby Driver. I've seen Scott Pilgrim. Um, I'm trying to think what else he even really has. Um, movie wise, anyway. Yeah. He his first direct his directorial debut. Bew, I can't speak. I'm sorry. Um, was a fistful of fingers in 1995. I've heard of that, but according, I've not seen it. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. Um, and then he took he had the nine-year gap to Shaun of the Dead. I'm just going to read these for you because yeah. I think there's a couple interesting ones. Um, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim. That is an incredible three-movie run right there. Um, and then he wrote The Adventures of Tintin that was directed oh. by Steven Spielberg. Or co-wrote. Yeah. I've um, I've never seen that, but I me neither. I remember knowing at one point that he wrote it. I, I didn't know it until today. Yeah, um, that's cool. I it has been on my watch list because I've been watching some of Spielberg's other movies, so I think I'll check that one out now. Cool. Um, then the World's End, Baby Driver. You can throw Ant Man in in that. Oh yes, Ant Man is what I was bit. thinking of. I knew I was missing something because he was supposed to make Ant Man. Yes. And we know um, how that ended up. I saw a quote. Let me go try to find that real quick for why he didn't. Yeah, he's, um, He still ended up getting a story credit on it, though, because I remember seeing his yeah. name in the credits. So he said, the most diplomatic answer is, I wanted to make a Marvel movie, but I don't think they really wanted to make an Edgar Wright movie. Having written all my other movies, that's a tough thing to move forward. Suddenly becoming a director for higher on it you're sort of less emotionally invested and you start to wonder why you're really there yeah i could see him not really gelling with the studio system that they have in place because it's so yeah restrictive of course As, i mean it and, just it just comes with the territory with marvel you know mm-hmm. and i it's kind of scary to imagine what would have happened had he just gone through with it and been a director for hire like he said yeah um, i assume I think Baby Driver, he said, had been in the works for a while. So I assume that one would 
probably have gotten created, but I don't know if it would have been as successful or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of impossible to tell, but he's, I think it'd be... Yeah, he's one of those directors that, like, I think his name carries enough weight. He doesn't really need to do a big franchise for people to want to see his movies. Yeah, People already go true. see his movies just because they're his. Yeah, and because they're so creative. Uh, yeah. It's like each each movie he makes is so distinct from the others. Mm-hmm. Which is why I am excited for Last Night in Soho to come yes. out this year. I, um, I think it looks incredible. I haven't watched any trailers. I don't think I'm going to, just because I don't want to go in expecting anything. I um, wish I could have that much self-control, because you probably <laughs> will enjoy the movie more for not watching the trailers, honestly. Okay, cool. I did see, whenever I went and saw Zola, I saw a poster for the first time, and I didn't know what it was. I saw it, and I walked down the hallway to go see what it was, and I was yeah. like, oh man, last night in Soho, so I'm pretty pumped. And yeah. then, sorry, go on. Oh, I, was, I mean, it feels like Baby Driver kind of just came out, but it was like 2017, right? Yeah, it was four yeah. years ago. That's crazy. Which is I agree. Sure, we lost a year with COVID or whatever, but it's still, it's still quite a while when you think about it. Yeah. Um, he also directed a documentary that came out this year. Are you familiar with that? The Sparks Brothers. Yes. I have not. I don't really know anything about it. I think it's about like a band, right? Yes, about the pop and rock duo Sparks. I couldn't find it anywhere. I was looking to watch it, but um. Couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. So, I knew that he had that coming out, but I wasn't really familiar with it or the subject matter at all. Yeah. Um, it's probably good. <laughs> yeah, I think it was pretty high on Rotten Tomatoes, so I think like 90 plus, so um, that wanted, that made me want to check it out. Um, and then real quick, we're just going down the Wikipedia diary right here. I didn't know this, but he has an uncredited cameo in Star Wars The Last Jedi. I don't know if I knew that or not. I knew that Simon Pegg had a cameo in Force Awakens. He voiced the I didn't um, know that. he voiced the big dude that Ray goes and sells the scrap parts to for the really? like, the portions of food. He voices I that character. That. He's done a bunch of weird little voice parts and things. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll dive into our topic. For today, which is the Cornetto Trilogy. Um, obviously, we will start with the first one that came out in 2004, Shaun of the Dead. Um, can you... Actually, I'll, I'll read the, the synopsis for Yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, well, this is a very short synopsis that IMDb <laughs> gave us. A man's uneventful life is disrupted by the zombie apocalypse. Well, there you go. That's all you need That's to know. That's all you need. Um, <laughs> I, that is a pretty good description. Yeah, it is. Say. What I, were your opinions on Shaun of the Dead? My opinion on Shaun of the Dead is it's really kind of... I could say the same thing about all three movies. Yeah. Just with, like, like, small differences. Because Shaun of the Dead is not just a good comedy. It's a good zombie movie. Yeah. I, Hot Fuzz is 100%. not just a good comedy. It's a good police movie. You know, it's like... 100%. The comedy is, like, the core of it. Because it, mm-hmm. it's a comedy at heart. Mm-hmm. But everything that surrounds it makes it funnier and just makes it a better movie. Like, the action is good. Yeah. 
The action's very the, good. Even camera work, dialogue, yeah. like even when they're not being funny, everything that he that these movies are is impressive. Oh, absolutely. I it's a really really good movie. Yeah. Um I do want to know do you think these are better on a second watch? Because there's so much foreshadowing at the beginning. Like, um, in Shaun of the Dead, they're talking about the roommate. He, like, makes them mad. And Shaun's like, next time I see him, he's dead. And then the next time he sees him, he's dead. He's and dead. There's so many things like that. And there's um, also another thing that I thought was hilarious, which was um, the same roommate. He always yells at them about leaving the front door open. Yeah. And whenever he is turned into a zombie... He walks out of the house and leaves the front door open. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> that's, that. that's kind of... There's lots of little tiny things like yeah. that. That just... Did you know that actor is Darth Maul? Really? I did, yeah. I watched the commentary and they were like, yeah, uh, we got Darth Maul as their roommate. And I was like, what? I had so no I looked idea. It up. Um, I think Paul Serafowitz or something like that. He was also uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Whenever they're being like processed, he's the one that goes, "What a bunch of a holes." He's that guy I'm, who's in it nice. for like five minutes. <laughs> I remember immediately as they said it, I looked him up and it was like Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. I was like, "Who is wow. this?" Guy? I never knew that he was Darth Maul. That's crazy. Yes. Um. Which is pretty awesome. That's really see. interesting. Um. There's so many side characters in these movies that are also famous um martin freeman yeah is an example um i guess he's bigger in the world's end but was he did he also have a cameo in hot fuzz he did he was one of the uh people who worked at the police office in london yes at the beginning of the movie okay yeah i remember that another thing i can say about Shaun of the dead is i think i liked the characters in Shaun of the dead best like especially the side characters yeah, like um, like David and Diane and Liz, they're they're all just hilarious. I agree. Um, I I'm trying to think of the other side characters in the other movies. Um, I can't remember side characters it's, in Hot Fuzz. It's hard to remember all the characters' names because you see the same people playing That's all throughout, and it's like, uh, aside from like Sean, of course. Yeah, you know his name's in the name. Yeah, and then uh, Nick. Yeah, Frost. Yeah, Nick um, Frost. Yeah, them two. Like it's like okay, I know who these characters are. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, um, kind of hard to keep track because they just use, which I think is awesome. Especially listening to the commentary for Shaun of the Dead, it was Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, and every time there's just someone in the background. They're like, oh yeah, that's our friend we went to college with. Or like, yeah. that was my neighbor. And so they just made movies with all of their friends in them. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I know that in Hot Fuzz, I think Edgar Wright's mom and Simon Pegg's mom are two of the judges for the best village competition. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I was just reading stuff about him because I, I always yeah. like to, after I watch a movie, I just like seeing what other people have to say always. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw people talking about that. And yeah, it's like there's tons of little things packed into all of them. Yeah. Um, Even like, so they did describe Shaun of the Dead, which I think this is 
Very accurate. They said this is a hungover Sunday morning horror movie as opposed to a Friday night horror movie. Yes. That's perfect. He said that yeah. was the goal when they like set out to make this. Um, with Sunday morning horror. And yeah, that is perfect. It's really cool that like all the characters in the backgrounds that you see in the beginning of the movie before the zombie apocalypse or whatever um they all show up later as zombies yeah like that's really cool um trying to think of the whenever there are so many alarms that should go off to sean oh i love his his walk to the store yeah the first morning Uh, and there's the the dead guy or whatever um like the first time he goes to the store there's the the worker and then the second time he goes he doesn't even notice that he's dead like he slips on blood yeah um blood is pretty blood marks on the freezers and even he's like flipping through the channels on the tv and it's like the news and they're like something's going on i think it was a meteor or something hit um and then they're just like yeah something's going on he's like boring and just keeps flipping it um yeah it's a perfect starting point for the trilogy i agree it's pretty much everything you could ask for and it definitely sets the tone for hot fuzz and the world's end which even if they had different actors playing those characters um i still think it would set the tone for like this trilogy that they have going on yeah i think so too i think that what really makes it all click is that you have the same two leads in every movie but even if you didn't i think they would still feel alike enough yeah, While still being exactly. their own separate movies, like you can watch any of the three and be totally satisfied, but they all really mm-hmm. complement each other great. Of course. Um, another pretty insightful thing that I got from Shaun of the Dead was all of the quick cut montages of very like monotonous stuff, like making coffee or like getting dressed, stuff like that. Yeah. And then it all just culminates later whenever there's like the one sequence where they all have like weapons or something um they just like grab weapons yeah and so it's cool because like in a normal action movie or horror movie that we just have the quick cut montages when they grab the weapons um but edgar wright really takes it a step further is like what if we just do this with all this boring stuff and it makes the movie like more fun it's cooler than like watching someone get dressed or just not having that in there it makes it a lot more entertaining because it it takes the mundane things and makes them feel action as action-packed as the like suit up montage whenever they're getting ready to fight zombies yep exactly um also did you catch Shaun of the dead as having like john carpenter-esque music there were some times where it would sound like, I don't know how to describe John Carpenter's music. Um, kind of like the old Halloween, like, because he, he did yeah. the music for all his movies, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, it'd be like a, like a piano from the, the 80s. It's like pretty harsh. It's all like harsh um, synthesizer music, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were a few times in Shaun of the Dead where you would catch that. And then, it, like, you contrast that with queen um, yeah and i just think it's pretty cool um i don't know it stuck out to me i got like john carpenter vibes so i was wondering yeah i i think the music in all three is really good but um 
I I never made the connection to John Carpenter. I just kind of thought like, oh, this is like horror movie music. But I oh, guess yeah. John Carpenter is so ubiquitous with horror movie music that it yeah, just exactly. kind of works. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. We need to do a John Carpenter episode. Sometime. Yes, because I'm not as familiar with him as I should be. Okay. I haven't we'll... seen like They Live or really anything aside from I think the first Halloween and the newest Halloween. I just watched. I think all of them this year, all the ones I've seen other than, like, Big Trouble in Little China, I'd seen Oh, I've seen that. Before. I forgot that that was him. Yeah. yeah. I love that um, movie. I'm a big yeah, Kurt Russell fan. Same. And uh, I'm a big Wyatt Russell fan as well. Yes. I am now, too. <laughs> yeah. I am, too, now, now that I've seen him in Falcon Winter Soldier. He was awesome in that. Yeah. Um, also, since we brought up Big Trouble in Little China to check out Not A Bomb Podcast, uh, I think their 50th episode was a special for Big Trouble in Little China. Um, it's a good one, but movie. moving on, um, trying to think of what else to say about Shaun of the Dead. Um, you got anything you can think of? Um, yeah. we can talk about plot, whatever. Yeah. I just, I, I love the, and this goes for all three of the movies. It's almost hard to like split it down to just one at a time because yeah so many things you can say about one you can say about others but the dialogue is just perfect Mm -hmm. edgar wright knows how to write dialogue i agree even when i i'd say it feels natural at a lot of times but when it doesn't it's still effective and there for i guess comedic or dramatic purposes yeah and he sets things up through repetition too like mm-hmm. um I don't I don't remember the exact line but um they always say like well what were you thinking the pub yeah and it, it, yeah they exactly. do it the same way so many times and it gets to a point where they do it and you get a different answer it's like oh cool they didn't yeah. just do the same thing <laughs> I it was funny where they kept um talking about going to the Winchester like it starts there um they're supposed to go on a date to a fancy restaurant um and then they go back to the winchester and then when the zombies arrive they're like where do we go the winchester Winchester. um which yeah i thought that was pretty funny the repetition of that yeah Um, i i love the scene when he's talking through his plan he's like well what are we gonna do and he talks about we're gonna go to mom's house gonna take care of philip gonna go to the pub have a have a nice pint and wait for this all to blow over he's like that's not gonna work because of this and it just goes back through with like slight changes Yep. Um, awesome. Also, I think this is kind of the case for all three, but it's my argument against these movies is I feel like they start out pretty slow, especially if you don't know, if you haven't seen them before. Like yeah. I, I was into Shaun of the Dead on this rewatch, knowing it started out slow because I could catch those like foreshadowing things like, like I said, I caught the next time I see him, he's dead. And I was like, wow, that is genius. And yeah. then it kind of hooked me in, and I was, like, trying to catch those things. And I think Hot Fuzz is the same way. I remember trying to watch Hot Fuzz way back when I was in, like, high school or junior high. Um, and I couldn't do it because I just thought it was a boring movie. Yeah. Because I didn't understand, I guess, British humor or what it was going for. I had the same experience with The World's End when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I watched, um, like, I it was on HBO or something, and I recorded it. And this mm-hmm. was probably, like, right as soon as it came come out on home video or whatever. 
Um, and I watched like half an hour or 40 minutes of it, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I I do think these start out a little slow if you haven't seen them before or um, if you're not expecting it to, is what yeah. I would say. I, I didn't have that problem with it this time. I really enjoyed it. I was, okay. like, glad to revisit it and finish it this time, and I, I liked it a lot. But back when it first came out, I was like, yeah, I don't I don't really get it. Yeah, um, I remember watching it when it first came out, and I can't remember what I thought of it. Um, I thought that I liked it the most when I watched it, but on this rewatch, I liked it the least. Yeah. So, um, I'm not too sure if I was just... I, I probably just thought I liked it more than I did and just didn't remember it. Because it was not at all what I remembered. I forgot it was like an alien invasion movie. Yeah, I watched it with my brother and he had no idea what it was. And yeah. I, I didn't even really tell him anything before we watched it. I was like, hey, you're going to watch this with me. <laughs> and yeah, he really um, liked it. And he's prob- I, he's 15. He's probably about the age now that I was when I watched it the first time. Yeah. And he liked it more than I did when I watched it the first time. So, Cool. Did he watch Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz with you yeah, as he, well? Yeah, he watched all three with me. Awesome. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I was trying to get my one of my roommates to watch them with me too, but just didn't work out the timing. Um, but I do think like a triple header with these movies, or at least like three days back to back, would be pretty awesome. That would be. I, I um, would like to do a triple feature with them sometime. Just make yeah. a whole day of it, watch them all. You could probably yeah. catch a lot more of the like interplay and references if you watched them back to back like that. Oh, of course. Well, do you want to move on to Hot Fuzz? Yes. Okay. Uh, like you said, I think you said um, Hot Fuzz. Instead of being a zombie movie, this one is like the cop movie, action hero, um, pretty much like Super Cop with Jackie Chan. Yeah, is what it makes me think of. Um, I assume that's what they're going for, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on Hot Fuzz? Man, I really like Hot Fuzz. It's when, Before I watched it again this time, I I feel like I remember liking it maybe more than I liked it this time. Okay. Like, whenever I first watched it, I was like, oh my god, this is the funniest shit ever. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like it's really, really good. But watching it after having just watched Shaun of the Dead, it kind of pales in comparison. I I, I didn't I like agree. as much as I like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's not I a, agree. it's not a wide gap, but it just mm-hmm. it didn't hit the same notes for me. Mm-hmm. It might have been yeah, like you said, just watching them so close together, um, not recycled, but not as fresh. Like if you just go up to someone and have them watch Hot Fuzz. I'm sure they'd love it. Um, yeah. But watching it after Shaun of the Dead, kind of the similar vibes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can see that. And um, one thing that I will say that sets the three apart is, like, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz look like they were shot the exact same way. Yeah. Like, they look like they were shot on the same camera, same lenses and everything, probably. But when mm-hmm. you watch World's End, it came out years after the mm-hmm. last one. So it has a more, like digital clean look i guess you could describe Mm -hmm. it as but you can tell that they have a larger budget for that yes for sure yeah and that's the thing i don't know how big the budgets were on these movies do you know 
Um, uh, well, I looked them up a few days ago, but I can check. Um, Shaun of the Dead was $6.1 million. Okay, that's impressive. Um, and then box office was 30 Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Um, Hot Fuzz budget was from 12 to $16 million. Okay. And then box office, 80 Wow. And I and see... And then... Yeah, World's, World's End, End looks like $20 million. Yes. Yeah, and it made 46.1. Uh, yeah. Kind of surprised that it didn't make more than that. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, with it being part of a... I don't really remember the circumstances of when it got released. Was it... Was it always a trilogy? Or did it they call was, it that afterwards? Um, I think they called it that afterwards. Because it came out, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, then Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it had then that in the between. World's um, I'd say if it didn't have Scott Pilgrim in between, it, it was probably intended to be that way. Um, yeah. But it does. Also, did you see that they had originally planned for a Shaun of the Dead sequel? I didn't know that. That okay, would have been it cool. Was, it was uh, from Dusk Till Shaun. Okay. And it was going to be a <laughs> vampire movie. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, but then they were like, I think they said it would be too stale because it's it'd be the same movie, just instead of zombies, it would be, be vampires. vampires. Um, that, and so they went to Hot Fuzz. They should do something like that, though. That'd be a fun thing to revisit at this point. Oh, yeah. Know, with it being Especially like now, almost 20, 20 years, years later. later. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome now that you say it. Now I really want that. But with um, with Hot Fuzz, I really liked the environment of the small village. Yeah. And it's, I agree. It's kind of like, I think the theme of it is really cool because it's, it's, it's a comedy, of course, but it's kind of about like the clickiness and like corruption in small towns is what i get yeah yeah i can see that because you've got like the the council and everything and you get that hinted at too kind of along the way like mm -hmm. whenever the uh, neighborhood watch people have their meeting to congratulate Mm -hmm. him for being there Uh, yeah i feel like that that's kind of the turning point in the movie at least for me that's whenever i was like oh this seems like this is like weird yeah it was like much darker and just weird um and everyone also had the craziest like horror names um i wrote some down in the neighborhood watch alliance like that scene four people get introduced one is skinner one is reaper one is shooter and one is hatcher yeah and i i thought that was pretty cool foreshadowing as well yeah, um, I liked the um, the foreshadowing with the plaque by the fountain that has all their names on it. Yeah. That he sees. I, I remember seeing that in the um, one of the commentaries. I didn't notice it, you know, whenever I was watching it. Um, but I actually did want to tell you about the commentaries. Did you check any of them out? I have not. I will say, okay. though, I saw something that interested me, and I should have checked it out. But on Shaun of the Dead, there is a commentary track that says, With the Zombies. Yes. So is I guess that's the people that played the zombies that are talking about all the stuff? Yes. That's cool. Um, which also, these 
Like, I have them all separately. Um, I don't know if you have the, like, three-pack. I got the um, three-pack. It has the blue I assume it's the same. I think yeah. it's probably the um, same discs. Yeah, but these come with so much extra features. It is incredible. Um, they had... Shaun of the Dead had Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg um, commentary. Then it had... It was, like, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost... And then, like, two other people do a commentary. And then a zombie one that was people who played zombies. Um, and then Hot Fuzz had Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg. They have that one for all three. Yeah. And then it had Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. Oh, wow. That's and awesome. so I was like, if I'm going to watch one of them, or if I'm going to listen with one of them, yeah. it's got to be, be that, that one. one. For sure. Um, but... I didn't really like it because they just kind of, they didn't talk about Hot Fuzz. They talked about other movies. So oh, like yeah. Edgar Wright would be like, oh, this was like a callback to this movie. And then Quentin just would go goes on like on a 10 movie. minute long tangent <laughs> about why that movie is special. Yeah. And then like they would catch up to another thing and it would just happen again. It's got to happen again. Um, yeah. I, I like Quentin Tarantino. He's an interesting guy to listen to. Yeah. Um, did you check out the Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino podcast episode they did together? I have not. I can't remember who put it on. I'll throw it in the show notes, but, and I will send it to you. Sweet. Um, I need to see that. I think it's for Empire. Okay. And it's like four hours long and it's literally just them like talking about movies and recommending them. Yeah. Empire podcast, Edgar Wright and Quentin yes. Tarantino in conversation. That'd yep. be really cool. Oh, it's super will... recent, too. That's from, like, March. Yes. Wow. So, I will link that in the show notes awesome. for everyone to listen to. Um, I need definitely to like to listen to. about tripled the size of my watch list, but for good why, reason. what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I really, that pointed out, or not pointed out, stuck out to me in Hot Fuzz um, was the... The side characters, like yes. Olivia Coleman's in it. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. I love the guy um, that just mumbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, the guy, he's he's a pretty big actor. I won't know his name, but he was in Paddington as uh, the guy that has like the weird, the wacky shop. Um, yeah, I don't know yeah his name but there were so many people in this ride that i recognized and it was pretty awesome i was surprised to see olivia coleman in such a small role but i guess 2007 was a long time ago yeah um <laughs> and she did great yeah she was very She's much hilarious. unlike anything i'd seen her in i've never really seen her in a comedic role so that's yeah. definitely interesting yes and then um i got one more thing i want to say about hot fuzz is make Sanford great again. I think yes. they had a, a sign yes. or something that said that. Um, they it was the uh, the main Skinner guy said it. I think. Yeah. He said we're gonna make Sanford great again. And I was like, wow, that is prophetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm familiar with it. M- Mizga. <laughs> M- Mizga. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny, so I had to bring it up. Yeah, I kind of freaked out a little bit. I was like, oh my god, I that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I wonder if that like makes something great again has just been around for a long time and we just 
never heard it. Just um, kind of brought to the forefront recently. I don't know. E- Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And you got anything else for Hot Fuzz? I really don't for Hot Fuzz. I do. Oh, I do want to say, I love. I think probably my favorite scene in the movie is when he first gets to Sanford and he just starts mm-hmm. arresting everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That is very funny. He just he, he, arrests, he, he uh, walks like fifteen people down to the police office. Yep, and one's like Nick Frost, and then they're like, "Where'd that guy go?" And then he ends up being a cop. Yeah, uh, that was really funny. My, I think my favorite joke was in Hot Fuzz, and um, it was when the guy from Paddington, he's like the chief or, or something there, and uh, he says there is a difference between you and the last uh whatever yeah, police last... officer um, and he's like oh what was it and he's like a oh, big bushy beard yeah and then later on in the movie you see a skeleton with a big, big bushy, bushy beard, beard. you're like oh they killed the last guy that was in charge um and i will also say about hot fuzz the deaths in it are like surprisingly gory oh like, yeah i, I wasn't that... expecting that like whenever the uh the thing from the church steeple falls on the yes door, i did not see that coming like I... he just doesn't have a head yeah it's just crushed oh. him yeah, um, that was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I also was pretty surprised, but pretty cool as well. Yep, um, kind of brings a little bit of like the horror themes from Shaun of Dead into it, a little bit. Yes, exactly. Um, we're gonna move on to the World's End. I always want to say at World's End because of freaking Pirates of the I Caribbean. I do too. I've had that same issue. I kept wanting to call it at World's End, but it's yeah, the wor- the I- World's End. I feel like I probably did that last episode when we were saying what movies we were doing. Yeah. But, oh, well. Um, there is a fence-jumping scene in yes, all three of these that is movies. one thing that I realized. I was like, there is a fence-jumping scene in all these. Yeah. Um, also, I just thought of it since we were talking about fences. I think my favorite shot is in Shaun of the Dead when he's like, I'm going to climb up on this uh, slide and check it out. And, like, the camera stays still, and he climbs up, and then he comes back down, and they're like, how is it? And he's just like, not good, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, the camera stays I think it's in awesome place, that it... and he walks up it, and then just comes right back yeah. down. I love that, too. And then I think, like, he says, not good, or something, and then, like, to end the scene, it pans up, and then shows, like, all the zombies, and then yeah. it cuts. That's um, right before they get to the Winchester. Yes. I also liked... they're, they're talking about crossing over there. Yeah, I also like the running joke about how the actual Winchester rifle isn't yeah. real, but it, it of course yep. is. You know it's going to be real, but it, of course. that's fun fun payoff for them to talk about yeah. it the whole time and then have it actually work. Yeah. Um, so now we'll talk about the 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 movie that isn't funny, um, The World's End. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it, I do think I didn't it's like... the least funny at the three. Yeah, um, it definitely hits a dark side. Yeah, that I think is like pretty cool that they do go into, um, like alcoholism. Yeah, for example. Um, yeah, what do you think? I think that in the world's end, like the plot and the story writing is the best of the three. Okay. I mean, I don't know if the story's better than Shaun of the Dead, but like it, it seems like they. Maybe, like, put more thought into what was happening in the movie. It feels like the most happens, okay. I guess. But Yeah, it's, it definitely is a lot. Yeah, but it's definitely um, the least funny of the three. Yeah. And, like, not to say it's not funny, because I still, like, there were parts where I'd laugh along. Yeah, me um, too. 
But I just thought, like, Simon Pegg's character was pretty unbearable. Yeah. Like, instead of him being funny, it was just like, this guy sucks. Like, you understand why none of his old friends want to hang out with him anymore. Yeah, I don't know why they did. Um, yeah, I guess because he lied and said his mom died. Which as soon as he said that, oh, I, was I, like, I was like, I know yeah. I've, se- I was like, I know I've seen the movie before and know that he's lying. Yeah, but but you can just tell when he says it. Like I don't see how they don't challenge him on that. Well, I guess if my friend said it, their mom died, I wouldn't be like, really? When? How? Wait, what? When? How did that um, happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess they did ask how, and he said like the big cancer or something like that. Yeah. Um, but. Um, I also, there was probably a lot of foreshadowing in this one as well, because there is in the other two movies, but I didn't really catch it. Um, I yeah, think one neither. of the, they, they talk about at some point, I can't remember the exact line, but they're like, okay, we're going to go to this bar and lose our heads or something like that. And I oh, do think that's yeah. the one where Martin Freeman gets his head bashed in or something. Yeah. Um, but that was the only one that I caught. I um, I will say I love the joke about the like s- starbucking of the pubs. Yeah, how the inside of the first two are completely identical. I thought that the, was really yeah, funny. it's the same exact bar, just yeah, a different bartender. I think. Um, yeah, that one was pretty cool. Yeah, I I liked the group dynamic. I thought all the characters were honestly really good. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I really like Martin Freeman. He's a good actor. I've always liked. Him. He is. So my roommate, like last week, maybe two weeks ago, I showed him the, the video Kevin Spacey did after he the allegations came out. Oh, the, like... the crazy Christmas video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he puts those up every um, year on Christmas. It's weird. So I showed my roommate that because we were talking about like, uh, he we like Kevin Spacey as an actor. Yeah. Um, and I was like, did you ever see like that weird video he put out? And he hadn't, so I showed it to him, and then he was like that reminds me of this actor I really like. And it was Martin Freeman. Hmm. Um, he watched him in some TV show. Now I got a... That's interesting. But yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page with you when it comes to Kevin Spacey. I mean, he's uh, obviously a terrible person, but I'm not going to not yeah. watch Baby Driver. Of course. <laughs> um, but I also, I just thought it was really different that my roommate compared... Martin Freeman to Kevin, to Kevin Spacey. Spacey. That is what do weird. you think? I mean, I don't. Um, I don't really see it. But then again, I've probably not seen the uh, thing that Martin Freeman's in that he's talking about. Depending on what it it's is, it's Startup. It was on Crackle. I've not. Oh, it is on Crackle. I've not seen that. Yeah, from 2016 to 2018, and he did hmm. show me a clip from it. Like Martin Freeman, I think was a bad guy. Um, yeah, because he's much more stern. But I was like. I know him from these movies. Yeah, um, I know him from the, the Hobbit. Hobbit movies. Yeah, Black Panther. Yep. So I was very thrown off with uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, that's an interesting comparison. Maybe if I yeah. saw Startup, I'd think that's spot on. Yeah, but, but it does make so. me want to kind of see him in a serious role. Yeah. And see if he can kind of pull it off. Yeah, because I mean, everything I've seen him in, it's it's never been like a serious drama type thing. It's always like. I mean, The Hobbit is a, a drama, you know, mm-hmm. but it's more of, like, a fantasy type. Movie. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, his character in it isn't very, like, 
He's not a bad guy. He's a no. He's the protagonist. Like you root for him, you relate to him. He's not like bad sulking. or manipulative. Is that or... the word I'm thinking of? I think sulking. So. Yeah. Okay. I've never used that word in my life. This is wild. <laughs> um, sorry. So going back to the world's end, instead of an actor, I'm going to bring up an actress, Rosamund Pike. Oh yes. I tell you I th- what her name is. I think beautiful. The- Yes, absolutely. I think the only other thing I've seen her in was Gone Girl. Same. And Completely different character. Oh, totally different. Couldn't be <laughs> more different, these two characters. But she's also in um, a new Netflix movie called I Care A Lot, which is about people like scamming elderly people in nursing homes, and she's like the main scammer, and it looks okay. really good. I I think I've seen advertisements for it, Peter but Dinklage didn't is in know it too. anything about it. Okay. I think my, I think my roommate watched it. I've actually. been meaning to watch it. I just haven't yet. Yeah. Well, if but you it, do, let me it know. It looks how it really goes. good, and she's the main person in it, and I I really like awesome. her. Yeah, I do too. Um, she's pretty good in this. I was as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh no, it's what's her name from Gone Girl, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, this isn't gonna go well, and then she's like cheery and um. Hooking up with the with Simon Pegg in the bathroom or whatever. Yep. Um, I thought that was funny. Like, I also I did like how they had the younger them. Yes. Um, that I, was really cool. I love the way the movie begins. Yeah, I didn't think I like when it started. I was like, oh, this is kind of cheap. It's like a flashback with different yeah. actors, and then I like got into it. Did you know they used? prosthetics on those like the young actors to make them look like really that's cool yeah so like the one that um had martin freeman they gave him a fake nose like a bigger wow. nose and martin freeman's just like i don't have a big nose like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. like you got a pretty big nose and he's just like what what's going on and he was like upset about yeah. it i figured they um, just found kids that kind of looked like them but they yeah they made them really look like them like you could just look at them like oh yeah those are the same people yeah, but, and also um, the one that plays, I can't, King. Uh, Gary, Gary King. King was yeah. Um, the one that plays young Gary King, Simon Pegg's character, was like two inches taller than Simon Pegg. So the entire movie, Simon Pegg wore platform shoes to make him two feet or two inches taller. Just to make it consistent. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. That's awesome. I love when, they're, yeah. when those kind of details and that kind of thought is put into movies. Another thing was I was kind of bored during the movie. I can't, I think I, I didn't take this note, but I, I was sitting here like, what is this movie about again? I was like, when, when's the thing going to happen? Yeah. And then bam, blue robot guy. I was like, that's what it was. Okay. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere. Not expecting that bathroom fight scene. I yeah, um, it, it comes out of nowhere. It just boom, kid slams, hits his head, blue blood, and you're like, oh wow, yeah. this is aliens or robots or something. He rock bottoms him. Yes, so that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, love the rock. Uh, also, when all the all of his homies kind of joined in for a fight as well, um, I thought it was a pretty good fight scene. That one guy. Uh, he doesn't throw a punch until he faces his bully yeah. later in the movie, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, what did you think yeah. about the fight I, scene? I thought the fight scenes and the fight choreography was really good. A little mm-hmm. unbelievable that these guys would be able to fight on that level, but yeah, it, I mean, it's it, it is what it is. I all, it's entertaining all, and it's yeah. funny. At it's, some points, it they the are thing. clearly like throwing a doll or something. Yeah, but I think that's there for like is there for a reason. And part of the comedy too is seeing these like older middle aged guys that you know wouldn't be able to do this doing it proficiently and yeah. being good fighters to a to an extent yeah. and it makes it funnier exactly um also i forgot it for the hot fuzz or hot fuzz why did i say the hot fuzz but i'm gonna do the tell people what this movie's about oh yes um because i feel like Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz are kind of obvious like if you see the poster you'll know the world's end is a little different yeah uh, so here here we go Five friends who reunite in an attempt to top their epic pub crawl from 20 years earlier unwittingly become humanity's only hope for survival. So, I just wanted to to bring up the pub crawl and that it's five friends reuniting 20 years later. Because um, that's pretty important to yeah. know, I guess, what we're talking about. And I will say um, that with, with The World's End, like, it says they become humanity's only hope. I don't think the movie really accurately portrays the scale of it. Because mm. it almost feels yeah, like... It, it feels like if they just get out of that town, everything will be okay. Yeah. There's there's a line about, like, 2,000 different towns that have been infiltrated, but mm. you never really feel that until the very end. Uh, yeah, when everything yeah. kind of goes bottoms up or whatever. Um, yeah, I feel you. I also thought it was just like, oh, we have to save this town um and and then it just turned out like oh no it's the whole world which i guess the title is the world's end now that i think about it yeah um but i did want to ask you have you seen invasion of the body snatchers i have not it's pretty much the same thing yeah Uh, not the not the pub crawl but um people start acting weird and yeah it's pretty much that um i watched it last night unintentionally okay did not know it was the same plot until like it's been on my watch list and i was trying to decide which movie to watch and i like i was like what's that one about and i looked it up and um i'm actually gonna read it um a small town doctor learns that the population of his community is being replaced with emotionless and or alien duplicates yeah that's Um, pretty much the same yeah and so I was like, oh, that's weird. I got to watch this now. And it's pretty good. Didn't cool. hate it. When did that come I out? I did like it. 1956. Oh, wow. That's older than I thought and it was. Cool. It is on Prime Video. Okay. Awesome. Yes. I need, I'm going to go so, ahead and put it on my list. I had to throw that out there. I, I would have felt like a failed movie podcast had I not brought up Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I think is a pretty clear um what's the what's the word i'm influence uh influence yes exactly influence on the world's end so um one thing i want to talk about with three movies combined is the cornetto connection with the cornetto ice cream yes do you know about the the which each the flavor that appears in each movie yes i read it about an hour and a half ago yeah i read it like (laughs) last night (laughs) but um in Shaun of the Dead, there I believe it's a strawberry flavor, so a red ice mm-hmm. cream cone that they eat. 
and it is like meant to signify the blood basically because mm-hmm. it's a zombie movie and in hot fuzz there's a blue ice cream cornetto for blue for the police and in the world's end, there is a green one. Whenever um, at the end of the movie, whenever Nick Frost has his like fingers through the the chain link fence, yes, and the wrapper flies away and he tries to grab it, it's a green mint flavor. And um, Edgar Wright said that the green flavor is supposed to reference like little green men, basically like the alien. Okay, themes that the was movie. the only one that I I wasn't familiar with, but I caught the other two. Yeah, um, or I read the other two. Cool. I didn't know the the world's end had one. Um, that's also just something small like that, connecting the movies like that. The jumping over the fences. Yep. Um, I'm sure there's more that we've talked about, but just having that stuff in your movies makes me just like you that much more. Me too. That little connective tissue shows that, like, it shows how you want your work to be seen. Like, you want it to be seen yeah. as a connected piece. Mm-hmm. And it's also, it's interesting, like, those don't happen in um, Scott Pilgrim or Baby Driver, and those are yeah. also completely different casts. Um, so there is, like, a clear delineation in, like, what he wants you to connect together and what he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, he very easily could have just put a Cornetto in Scott Pilgrim yeah. and had it be connected, um, but... Yeah, that could just be his thing that he does in every movie. Yeah. Like, isn't Seinfeld, isn't there, like, a Superman statue in every episode yes something like that i think it's a superman statue yeah um stuff like that is so cool yeah he i, I easily love that, done that stuff but, yeah um like how he connects it to these three like this trilogy and uh i do kind of want to dive into the deeper part yeah. of this film and talk about like the alcoholism the 20 year reunion that type of stuff um, did you feel that worked? Did you feel it didn't? I assume you think it did because you I, like this movie. I, I think it did. Mm-hmm. It, it did work for me. Like, you see him presumably at a like an Alcohol Anonymous meeting in the beginning. And um, he mentions the pub crawl. And another person who's there at the meeting is like, does it bother you that you didn't get to finish it? And he's like, no, of yeah. course not. But you know it does. And from that yeah. moment, it becomes the only thing he can think about. Mm-hmm. Like, he will not be um, content until he does it. I thought it was... Okay, now I gotta make sure I'm remembering right. At the end of the movie, does he have, like, stuff... Like, bandages on his wrists? Yeah. I I got the impression I thought he, that he, like, uses hard drugs, too. Oh, I thought he had tried to kill himself by slitting his wrists, and he was in a facility rehabbing that, and this oh. was kind of what got him... Like, this was his second thing, where he's like... I'm not going to die until I've done this pub crawl because that's what makes me who I am. I, I actually didn't catch that part. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, they didn't mention it on the commentary that I know of, but they did talk about how he wears, in that scene, he's wearing blue. And then in the movie, all of the, I can't, blanks is what they call the aliens. Yeah. Um, they make all of them wear like blue or green. And then the characters that won't become them wear like brighter colors okay. um, or black in Simon Pegg's case. But in that he's wearing blue. And then after that, he switches into his black and they said that was supposed to like signify him breaking out of like the monotonous blanks and then like going back to being 
the king yeah and at, at the end too one thing with the alcoholism is that's a huge point in the movie but at the end he orders a water whenever he goes into the bar with the uh mm-hmm. the gang that he has yeah i was like okay that it shows like some progression for him you yeah know? um which i think he definitely had a problem with drinking yeah um his friends shouldn't have gone on that pub crawl with no. him just been like no, like you dude, said, like, they you were a problem. They were being his enablers, pretty much. They were just like, yeah, yeah. sure, why not? Yeah. Um, they all seem to have pretty good lives going on, yep. and then he comes around, the world ends. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's very... He's pressuring them to drink, which isn't cool. Um, and, like, lying to them blatantly, he gets them all uh, to drink, and... Um, yeah, he definitely has some problems in this, and... Glad he worked them out, but it kind of sucks that it was a uh, world-ending yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, took the end of the world from to turn it. it around. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, like, listens to the same music, drives the same car, yep. like, acts the exact same like, way as he did 20 years ago. Nothing in his life had really changed mm-hmm. from when they were all and in high school. Exactly. I was going to say, I feel kind of similar whenever I go home, like, um, I go home, go out to the bars with my friends and I feel like Simon Pegg's friends where I'm like, <laughs> I just want to wear like a sweater and yeah. drink a couple drinks or get a Sprite. And then everyone else is just like, Hey, j- drink this and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that made me, I guess, um, have disdain towards Gary King as well. Yeah. Nobody likes somebody who pressures other people to do stuff, you know? Yeah. That's not a fun person to be around, and it just shows that he had always been that way. And it was mm-hmm. probably more fun when they were in high school. Yeah. But whenever you're... But, like, I think it's uh, Rosamund Pike's character says, like, approaching 40. Yeah. That stuff isn't fun anymore. Yeah, I think she says something exactly like that. Like, oh, I think it was in the bathroom scene. Yeah. They, he tries to hook up with her. She's like, oh, like, we're not in high school now. Um Approaching 40, this isn't, that ain't what we do. Yeah. Um, but also, speaking of pressuring people to drink, the commentary had a fun fact about one of their famous friends. They called him a shot Nazi. Okay. Um, they said Chris <laughs> Evans pressures people into taking shots. As really? He's, he's just like, oh, here's the shot, drink it, drink it. He's like, you take a shot now. And then he's like, no, you're going to take a shot now. So they said Chris Evans is a shot Nazi. I could, I could kind of see that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I can kind of see that. Yep, I could too. Um, but thought that was some cool that trivia cool. or whatever to I, throw out there. I always like things. hearing those kind of little things about people that kind of give you a look into how they really are behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. I did watch, there is a, I can't remember who does it, um, but on YouTube it's like Actors on Actors. Yeah, and him and Scarlett Johansson had one um, where they just kind of talked to each other about like acting, and he did come off pretty pretentious in my opinion. Yeah, um, I think he's still cool. Like I would still love to meet him. And oh yeah, stuff I, like that. I really like the guy. He's a great actor. Yeah. Um, but he reminded me not exactly of his character in Knives Out. Um, but I was like, okay, he. It seems like it reminded me of it, I guess. Um, he could draw on his personal experience yeah. for that character. Um, so I just want to bring that up. Also, awesome movie. 
Love it. Oh man, I love Knives Out. They're the second one's shooting right now in Greece. I, I keep seeing the cast for the cast it. Is it insane. Just, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's gonna be good. Um, and they're doing three. Yeah, they're doing a trilogy. I think. That's awesome. Is yeah. Ryan Johnson directing both? Yeah, he's directing all of them. And Netflix got awesome. the rights, so they're going to be on Netflix, which is I kind did of see weird, that. But, hey, that is kind of weird. Whoever will, but give I'll them, watch them. whoever will give them the money to do it, take it, because we need more. Yeah. I hope it's not like a Kingsman thing. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of the Kingsman films. I loved the first one. I've actually not and, seen them. Okay, I think the first one's so much fun. And then the second one, I didn't like... Um, and I have, like, no desire to watch the third one. I hope they don't do that with Knives Out. Like, I think Kingsman was, like, super fun and refreshing when it was a neighborhood um, in London. And then it, it like, branches out or whatever. Yeah. But then the other ones kind of took a Fast and Furious approach where it's, like, save the world and stuff like that. Um, I'll pass on that stuff. Yeah, as long as what we get with Knives Out is just more small-scale mysteries... Like mm-hmm. we got in the first one, I'll be happy. Yeah, I don't want to see it like blow up to these save the world type proportions or something exactly. like that. It's fun having it like a refreshing household. Yeah. Which even if they go more than that, like even just doing a town or something, that yeah. would be cool too. Um, and that's that's the thing is like with Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig's character, you know that he's solved many mysteries before and will solve yeah. many after. So you're just seeing. Yeah. A day at work for him, you know? So if that's how it feels with each of the movies, I'll be very happy. And it's pretty cool, like, he could die in any of them. Because they do make a point that he is, like, a famous detective. So he could die at any time, and then it's just like, yep, these happened before. Yeah. Um, And, like, not change a thing. So That'd be kind of cool. cool. That'd be an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Um, And one more thing that I learned from the commentary, going back to The World's End. Yeah is they said that they wanted this movie to feel like a band breakup where the lead singer has a drug problem. Um, the example I can think of is Iggy Pop. I don't yeah. listen to a lot of, um, I guess, bands. I normally listen to rappers, uh, but I do like the Stooges. So, yeah, um, you're a music guy. What do you think yeah, about that? Do I, you think this has a I get band that, breakup feel? I think it does. I get that feeling from it for sure. Like you get, okay. you really get the feeling that everybody else is just fed up with Gary, and it's, yeah. it's Gary's problems that kind of like project themselves onto everybody else. Mm-hmm. He's just he, he's like a toxic person to have around. Exactly, um, and I think that like honestly, everybody else was better off without him, and I think that's kind of what the movie tries to show you. Yeah, and especially Edgar Wright, like we said, has that like music interest and background. Yeah. Um, I think once he said that, it was pretty obvious to me, like, oh, that's pretty much exactly what this is like. So I thought that was pretty cool. And they keep, um, they keep like, making the jokes about different possible band names for them. Like, um, I think they do even mm-hmm. say once Gary King and the Enablers. It's like, oh, that'd be a I good band name. That. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and also, I think it's really cool that they all walk in the same formation every time. Yes, um, in the same order. That's awesome. Yes. And then at the end, like, the two on the outsides become blanks, and it's the just the main three in the yeah. same order that they were in. Um, that's another thing that, like, I would never think to do that, but as soon as that was pointed out, 
Um, and I'd also never notice it, but as soon as it's pointed out, it's like, that's incredible. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just shows the effort and thought and care they put into it. Yeah. Because that could so uh, easily get messed up. Like, you'd need to always be on top of that. Like, all right, everybody line up. Time to walk. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all got to be in the right um, order. Yeah. It's so impressive. Just talking about these three movies, I'm so impressed with Edgar Wright. Um, Scott Pilgrim has, like, the same. Like, there's so much small stuff that yeah. you don't notice until you see it and then you're just like this is genius um i'm sure baby driver has the same thing i don't like baby driver as much as most of his other movies yeah i, I don't like, like it as much as scott it's Pilgrim. fun i i yeah i like um, it less than these i think i think okay yeah i i like it more than the world's end but yeah i don't something uh, baby driver there's like a there's probably like a 20 minute gap um I can't think of when it is, but I just know every time I watch it, I just get bored for like a little second. Yeah. And then the ending happens and then I'm in. I probably like it more than the world's end too, but not more than hot fuzz or Shaun of the dead. Yeah. 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 That's where I'd put it. Baby Um, driver's just, it's just so entertaining and the music stuff is really cool too. And the cast. Yeah. um, Even the, the premise, like the whole story is super interesting. Man, I love Edgar Wright. I can't wait for his next movie, Last Night in Soho. It's going to be cool. Yeah. October, right? Um, I think it's October. Yes. Cool. Coming soon. I'm, I'm double-checking real quick. Well, this is outdated. Um, it says March. Oh. Or no, it, it says April. Um, got pushed back, I bet, because of COVID. Yeah. So, great. Maybe it doesn't have a release date yet. Um, release date, 29 October, 2021. There we go. Okay, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I can't wait. Yeah, it it looks really good. Stay away from the trailer if you can, because I feel like it'll be cooler if you can go in with a totally clean slate. I think I'll be able to unless I go see a movie around this time. Yeah, and then they show um, it. Yeah, they show it. But I am trying to go out and watch more films in theater especially like this month just a bunch of stuff came out yeah um but just in general i always have a good time i always eat way too much snacks yeah but it's a blast if zola starts showing around here i'll probably try to go see it Mm -hmm. but um there's i'd like to see pig too with Nicolas cage have you seen much about that no he's like a farmer and his pig gets stolen he has to go after it to try to get it back it seems crazy. I did not know this existed. Yeah, I think it's a neon movie. They did, like... Uh, they're the company that did Parasite. Pig has... Okay, it doesn't come out for two more days. So this will probably change. I don't know. Um, has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I would not <laughs> expect a movie with Nicolas Cage to have a 98%. That is... That's wild. It's got him and Alex Wolf from Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, and Adam Arkin. I know that name, and I know that face. I've heard people like on Twitter and stuff saying it's really, really good, so I guess some people have gotten to see it already. But Yeah. I'm, I will 100% check this out. I think I was looking for movies to watch. I'm going to Dallas this weekend. Cool. Um, I was looking for movies to go see there, uh, and I think I saw... Like, this name being one, I was like, pig, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Um, 
and just kind of skimmed over it. So I might have to rethink that. That'd be cool. If I might have to. I definitely will. Um, another thing, in Dallas, the favorite that we covered last week yeah. is showing. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. In one theater. Um, is it like a... Yeah. What theater is it? Do you know? Is it like an Alamo Draft House or something? It was an Alamo. Um, I don't I don't remember which one. I've never um, gotten to go to an Alamo Draft House. I really want to. I've heard they're great. I went, I went to one in Kansas City, and I would have liked it, but I went with people who aren't movie fans. Yeah. And so they just kept trying to, like, talk, and I was just like, you can't do, you that, do here. that here. And then they were, like, still trying to talk just because they knew, like, oh, I'm not supposed to, but I'm doing it, and no one's stopping me. So that was really annoying. Yeah, I was um, in Omaha, Nebraska, and they have one or two of them, but they were still closed because of COVID, so I wasn't able to go. Mm, that stinks. Um, I was there for like a week, and if, if I had a chance, I wanted to go see a movie at one. Yeah, I remember I got a milkshake with alcohol in it, and I was like... That's cool. Watched The Incredibles 2, just had a blast. That's awesome. That sounds <laughs> yeah. like fun. It was. Um, yeah, I guess if Pig's showing in an Alamo draft house this weekend, I might go check it out. Speaking of Pixar, have you seen Luca yet? I have not. I haven't either. I've been meaning to watch it. I think it looks... Okay. I don't think it looks like amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't look like up level Pixar, but I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things. I just um, kind of quit watching those yeah. types of movies just because I watch movies from like the 1930s now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Two types of people out there, I guess. Yep. But I have really been wanting to rewatch Ratatouille because that is one of my favorite movies of all time. I got the steelbook of that. Um, on a sale at Best Buy, it was $5. They were trying to get rid of all the Pixar Blu-rays, I guess. What? Yeah. So I got it. I've, I've yet to rewatch it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Man, that was like my favorite Pixar movie. My favorite, so. my favorite's probably Up. Yeah, Up is great. Up is awesome. Um, I remember I broke my wrist in sixth grade, and I couldn't sleep that night because I used to sleep on my arm. Oh, yeah. Um... And I just couldn't fall asleep, and I watched Up twice. That's cool. It's a yeah. great movie. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> but you gotta. Yeah, you have to. The beginning oh, of that? Man. Oh, man. The beginning is just the best. Oh, man. It's been said uh, a million times, but that's like the best opening to an animated movie ever. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, we, we've gotten off the Cornetto Trilogy topic, so... We'll just wrap it up. I do want to ask you to rank the Cornetto trilogy from your uh, favorite to least favorite. Yes. Or the other way. Just tell me which one first. I've I've thought a lot about it, and um, the more I really think about it, I kind of contended with number two and three. But my number one is Shaun of the Dead, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's definitely my favorite. Number two is Hot Fuzz, and number three is The World's End. I'm the exact same... Wait, the order they came out in, um, that's the order I like them. Yep. And it's not, like I said earlier, it's not like there's a giant gap in quality, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I like, Shaun of the Dead's definitely my favorite. Yeah. And I like Hot Fuzz a little more than I like The World's End, because it's funnier. Yeah. Which is um, really kind of the whole point. Yeah, I like you said, I don't think there's a drop in quality between any of them. Um, I just think... Shaun of the Dead, like, has so much charm, and especially with a lower budget, um, I think that one's great. Hot Fuzz has charm, and then I just think 
the world's end is lacking that charm that i personally want yeah but i still think it's a great movie i think the low budgets of the first two kind of add to them because they have that yeah like homemade almost feeling yeah it's and like we brought up it's them and their friends making movies yep um that just sounds like so much fun like you can tell they had fun making these movies um so yeah i love these movies what what's your what's your overall opinion on everything we just talked about um i i really like it i think it's a trilogy it's great like um i don't even know how many comedy trilogies there are but this would definitely be mm-hmm. one of if not my favorite if i can't even think of any others but yeah i can't either it's even not looking just at strictly comedies it's a great trilogy yeah um i do think more like i said i asked all my friends and no one had seen any of these definitely get out there and watch these if you haven't seen them um i'd recommend these to anybody they're so much fun uh just a good time great movies great vibes yeah, you can get the triple pack that comes with the 4K and the Blu-ray in all three movies for like 20 bucks sometimes on sale. So, yeah, not super expensive um, to get if you can't find them streaming anywhere. Exactly. And if you, if you are looking for some deals like that, check out our Twitter, at CinefitsPod. Um, it was on sale for Prime Day, and so I threw the link up there for people to grab. Um, so, hope that saves some people some money. I had already... I owned Shaun of the Dead and had already bought Hot Fuzz and The World's End, and they were both, like, delivered the next day, and then Prime Day happened, and it was yeah. on sale, and I was like, well, man, okay. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have, like, I would have had two copies of Shaun of the Dead and would have paid as, like, four bucks more yeah. um, to buy the three-pack, so thought I was saving money, but didn't didn't end up that way. Oh, well, you didn't yeah. know. Exactly. I can't tell the future that often, only sometimes. You don't know what's going to be on um, sale for Prime Day. Exactly. Remember that time I uh, predicted the score of the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's pretty that wild. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> um, so I can tell the future sometimes. I probably should have known these were going on sale. Uh, cool. Well, that's all I wanted to talk about. Um, I feel weird not promoting the stuff now but we can go over it again like i said cinefits pod on youtube um gmail friends with cinefits at gmail.com um i think i said youtube and i meant to say twitter but yeah we're, we're on youtube check us out there and yep and i've got my uh review site shot reverse haven't put anything new up there in a little bit but i'm gonna change that awesome and yeah that's that's all i got so everyone if you've made it this far Thank you for listening. Kane, as always, thanks for joining. Oh, crap, I forgot what we're doing next. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yeah. I forgot, too. I was like, oh, I'm just sitting here. We're going to, we're done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is my turn to suggest, and this time I am not um, suggesting anything dark or messed up or creepy <laughs> or weird. I am okay. suggesting the Studio Ghibli films, and not necessarily all of them or not necessarily yeah. a certain set but Mm -hmm. um they're all on hbo max i'm definitely gonna watch spirited away because that's like the main one everybody talks about and um i really want to watch princess mononoke and Howl's moving castle too okay cool um at least those three i might try to catch more but um yeah 
Have you seen any of them? Yes, I've only seen two. I've seen Spirited Away and Ponyo. Okay. I have seen absolutely zero, but it's been one of those, like, um, I think multiple people at work have been like, you have a movie podcast? Oh, have you watched this movie? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. They're like, it's Studio Ghibli. Yeah. And I look it up and it has like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and, uh, yeah, Spirited Aways and, um, like, I think IMDb's top 10 movies ever or something like yeah. that. Uh, Everybody so loves them. It's it's kind of been a blind spot for me. I've not watched as many of them as I would like to, so yeah. I'm gonna take the opportunity so, and do it. Is this we'll we'll talk about it, I'm sure, but is this manga or is this anime? And is there a uh, I'm not the person to ask. You know. I'm not really okay. that knowledgeable on anime. I think it would be anime. Because I think manga is like the actual like books. Okay. I think usually um Manga does refer to, like, the actual books. Okay. But anime well, is the animation. I've never really been much of an anime person. I've never really watched very much. Same. So, kind of a new area for this me. Sh- yeah, this should be exciting. I'm excited to try some new things. Um, I do feel like this is a gap in our movie knowledge that we need to conquer. Yep, so we're going to change I'm that. I'm glad you picked this. Um, yeah, that's... That's it. I'm glad we remembered that. So, yeah, I'm glad you did too. <laughs> we would have to have was, added it on or something. I knew I was forgetting something, so glad we made it. Um, cool. Everybody, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And um, yeah, just have a nice day. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening.